0: Now, besides writing down your goals and the action steps you need to take to achieve those goals, in other words, the what, I also want you to write down the who, who you need to be in 2023 to achieve those goals. Which version of yourself do you need to be? Are you going to be the version of you who lets fear of what other people think hold them back? Or do you need to be the version of you who is brave enough to put themselves out there? Welcome to the Business Coaching for Artists podcast with me, your host, Susanna. I'm a singer and songwriter with over 18 years experience in the music industry. And even though you've probably never heard of me before, I have built a successful music career as one of the top vocalists in the trans music scene. And I now get to spend every day doing what I love most, songwriting, singing and performing. A few years ago, I felt called to help other artists do the same. With BCFA, it is my mission to help you make your dream music career come true. A music career that aligns with who you are, your personality, your values and your unique gifts and vision without overworking and losing yourself in the process. All right, it's time for part two of the goal setting for your music business mini series here on the BCFA podcast. If you haven't listened to part one yet, I recommend that you do so first. Because in part one, I shared six powerful questions to help you review the year that has passed. Going over those questions first helps you and allows you to celebrate your victories and see how much you have grown, even if you didn't reach all your goals this year, even if you weren't able to tick all of your goals in 2022. And the questions also help you see the lessons you have learned and the mindset breakthroughs that you've had, all of which you can then bring into the new year. In other words, I believe reviewing your year helps you lay a solid foundation for setting and not only setting, but also achieving your goals in the new year. So if you haven't yet, go and have a listen to episode 26 first and then come back here. Okay, so it's time to make a plan for your music business that not only works, but also leaves you feeling excited and motivated instead of overwhelmed by all of the things, by all of the to-dos. Because as I explained in the previous episode, that is what often used to happen to me. I totally went about goal setting the wrong way. I just basically made a big to-do list of things I wanted to achieve, which didn't really help me at all. Um, I was totally not intentional about them. And in fact, I was just setting myself up for overwhelm and failure. And it certainly didn't contribute much to me achieving my goals. I, yeah, looking back, I can definitely see it wasn't a helpful way of setting goals. But nowadays, I approach goal setting in a different way. And every year it evolves, you know, as I learn new practices and get inspired by others who share their goal-setting process. And yeah, today I am sharing mine with you. So where do you start? You might not expect me to say this, but I want you to start with writing down what you are going to do to stay happy and healthy this year. Because let's be honest, you know, building or running a music business is not for the faint of heart. There's so much involved with building a music career nowadays. So I believe prioritizing your mental health is super important. And not just for your happiness and well-being, but also to be able to handle everything that comes your way. I think that prioritizing your health and your happiness is actually one of the keys to being successful, even if that feels counterintuitive. And of course, you know, you're in this because music is your passion and it makes you happy, but the career-building aspect can also easily overwhelm you. I've seen that with the majority of artists that I coach, Back in the day, when they were just doing music as a hobby, they felt more free and more relaxed about it and more excited about it. But then once they started working on turning it into a career, it's kind of like their relationship with uh, their craft with music also changes and that makes sense. you know the majority of artists are working on their careers twenty four seven and eventually a lot of them will find that that hard work takes its toll. So, yeah, that's why I believe it's so important to start with scheduling in downtime, making a plan for how you're going to stay happy and healthy. Blocking your schedules, the parts of the week that you want to unwind. For example, every Sunday or the evenings after 7 p.m., planification or a weekend trip to a place that you really enjoy going and yeah why not make a list of activities that you'd like to do this year other than music like I don't know go hiking um, go to Disneyland <laughs> things that will allow you to unwind and truly disconnect and recharge now, besides Carving out downtime, I also recommend writing down how you plan to deal with disappointments, lack of results, rejection, insecurities, because those things are bound to cross your path sooner or later. Let's not sugarcoat it. So think of what are going to be your coping skills when things like that happen. Which helping thoughts or affirmations, whatever is your jam, can you formulate now that may assist you in those more challenging times? Who can you ask for help? Where will you find support? And things like that. And if you write those things down, it gives you a beautiful resource to return to when the going gets tough. You just bring out your notebook and read what you wrote um, on those pages. Now, up next, let's talk about setting actual career goals. I was listening to an episode of the Fast Forward Amy show. She is a, an entrepreneur from Belgium. And I really loved her approach to setting goals she explained that her and her team set goals the following way. They start with setting what they call an outcome goal. For example, X amount of monthly streams. Then they connect a process goal to it or an action, such as releasing a new single every six months. So releasing a new single every six months is going to be One of the strategies, the action steps that they're going to take to reach that amount of monthly streams. Now, they are not a music business, (laughs) um, but I'm using examples that relate to music. So they have an outcome goal. They connect a process goal to it. And last but not least, which I think is the most powerful part, they attach an intention to the goal. For example, enjoying the process. Now, why do I think this is such a great way to set goals? A goal by itself is really nothing more than a wish. It's something you wish to achieve. But by attaching a process to to it and actually writing an action plan, formulating action steps that you're going to take on a regular basis, helps to literally get you in action. The X amount of streams is a desired outcome, but having a song ready for release every four to six weeks is something practical you can put in your schedule to work on. And last but not least, you know, attaching an intention to the goal helps you to stay motivated. And not only that, this way, even if you haven't reached your goal Yet, you can still be proud of the progress you've made. Because a goal like reaching a certain amount of streams on, let's say, Spotify, it's hard to really have to control that outcome. It's hard to predict. But what you can control is releasing a new single every four to six weeks. That is something you can work on and that you can control. That's within your realm of things that you can control. So even if you, at the end of the year or halfway through the year, didn't reach your goal yet, didn't reach, didn't hit that target of monthly streams yet, you can still be proud of the fact that you showed up and made progress and released more music, released music more frequently and had fun doing so. Because you are enjoying the process. I know it can be challenging if, like me, you are an ambitious, goal-oriented person. But I think, especially for people like us, it's so important to be in the moment more. And that's something I'm going to work on this year, next year. It's a continuous A learning process for me (laughs) to be in the moment more. And why am I saying this? Otherwise, it will be hard to feel fulfilled in between hitting your goals. If the only moments that we feel good about ourselves, that we are feeling motivated and excited is when we hit those goals, well, hitting a goal is like the tip of the iceberg, then, yeah, it's going to become challenging to stay motivated and feel excited about your career. Especially if the results aren't happening on your intended timeline. Because then you keep putting off the gratification, the feeling proud, being content, to that moment that you will finally hit that goal. And that's another thing I want you to remember about setting goals. Let's view a goal as a desired outcome without being attached to the outcome or the result happening in a specific time frame. See your goal as a dot on the horizon that gives you direction and sets you in motion. And allow yourself to make mistakes, because that you will make a mistake sooner or later is a given. But the important thing, and it's so cliche, I know, I know, but the important thing is to learn... (laughs) Now, besides writing down your goals and the action steps you need to take to achieve those goals, in other words, the what, I also want you to write down the who. Who you need to be in 2023 to achieve those goals. Which version of yourself do you need to be? Are you going to be the version of you who lets fear of what other people think hold them back? Or do you need to be the version of you who is brave enough to put themselves out there? Another way to approach this is by asking yourself in any given situation, what would would the successful version of me do? The version of me who already has the career and the success I want. What would this person do in this situation? That's such a powerful question. I, you know, I've been asking myself this on a regular basis and that has worked wonders for me. In the past couple years. Okay, so I've been talking a lot about being intentional about your goals, but it's also important to be practical about them. And in that respect, I have three tips. Keep it simple, make it measurable, X amount of followers by this and this date, X amount of streams per month, etc. And choose what you will focus on by determining your priorities. Instead of, you know, trying to do it all at once. Because there are a lot of different elements involved with building a music career. Different moving parts. So what can help is working in seasons and picking a theme. And basically the theme indicates what is going to be your main focus during that season, during that period. Examples of themes are artist development, like expanding or improving your skills, developing yourself as a songwriter, musician, developing your sound, etc. Product development, creating an album, creating an online course, creating a merchandise line, etc. Another example of a theme is launching, that's when after you've been Developing your product, it's time to release it into the world, like promoting a new product, uh, releasing a new song or album, promoting a new service that's launching. Another theme is online growth, increasing your visibility and reach, growing your fan base and things like that. Uh, or sales, for example. If you have a service-based music business where maybe you do mixing and mastering for other people, or you write top lines for other people, or you coach them, um, then sales could be a topic for you, generating more sales. Or if you are a performing artist, sales could mean getting more bookings in your schedule. So for example, in let's say your goal for 2023 is to have releases coming out more consistently. Then the first quarter of the new year, your theme could be product development, like finishing six or seven songs. And then the rest of the year, quarters two through to four, your main themes can be launching, releasing a new song, every one of those songs every four to six weeks, one of those songs that you've made in the first part of the year, as well as online growth. And that, I think... Choosing themes can help you kind of take the overwhelm out of it, and it's totally fine. It doesn't mean that all you are doing in that period is working on your music, if your theme is product development, because, you know, I wouldn't recommend totally neglecting on all the other <laughs> elements of your music business, but it just means that that will be your main priority. Another thing that I think is important in achieving for achieving your goals is to work on feeling as if your goals already became a reality. Because often we desire to achieve certain goals because of the way we believe that this new reality will make us feel about our life and our career, will make us feel about ourselves. And what is going to make possible for us, like freedom, more time with family feeling fulfilled and self-confident, etc. But what we often do is then postpone feeling that way until we reach those goals. While there's a lot of opportunity for us to have those experiences in the present moment, and I know maybe this sounds a bit vague to you, But it's actually a big part of the law of attraction, which I do believe in. I recently heard this quote that I think describes it very well. The frequency you embody supports the experiences you want to have. So ask yourself what you can do now that will allow you to feel this way, even before reaching your goals. To feel this way, maybe on a smaller level, but that's gonna, yeah, I th- <laughs> when you can feel that way already in the present, even if it's on a smaller level, it kind of proves to you that that is possible for you, that it is possible for you to, to feel that way and to have those experiences. And it's motivating also. I don't know, book a spa date, plan a dinner date with your family, find a meditation that leaves you feeling fulfilled or confident. Do something that scares you. Doing something that scares you is a great way to grow your self-confidence. Like, for example, uh, last summer, I was like, okay, I want to work on my confidence, self-confidence. And we were in Italy. And you could do canyoning there. That's where you go in, yeah into a canyon, like on a river in a canyon, and you jump from um, waterfalls and from rocks to to, into the water, high rocks. We ended up not doing it. I don't exactly know why. Um, I can't remember why, but something like that, you know, something that feels exciting, but also a bit scary... Doing things like that really helps build confidence. Why postpone your happiness, your desires of how you want to feel and what you want to experience until you reach a certain goal? And last but not least for today, write a reminder on your plan for 2023 to celebrate your wins, no matter how big or small. Getting behind your desk after totally not feeling it, feeling like it is a win. Finishing a song is a win. Or making that phone call you've been pro- procrastinating on. A thousand streams on your release. A positive comment, a booking for a gig, signing your track to a label, booking in a discovery call with a coach or mentor that you've been interested in working with having had the courage to make an investment, etc. And probably the most important thing of all, don't forget to have fun along the way. The journey is the goal. Well, I hope you enjoyed this goal setting for your music business mini-series. I sure enjoyed recording it for you because while doing so it also helped me review my own year and plan for an intentional 2023. And actually for me the new year 23 is going to be an extra special year. You may have seen it already, but I'm actually going to be to become a first time mom next year. Yes. We are expecting our first child. My boyfriend and I are expecting our first child um, in June. And so, yeah, as you can imagine, it's a really special time. A lot of new things, a lot of excitement. And also, you know, I have no idea what to expect. The, what's gonna, How I'm going to feel... Um, how the rest of my pregnancy is going to be, what it's going to be like to be a mom. It's all new, but one thing I do know, my life and the way that I work are, is going to change drastically in the coming year. And I, first of all, really feel that my main themes for 2023 are going to be self-care and family. Now, in the Netherlands, when you are an employee with a contract, you get 16 weeks paid maternity leave. And even after returning to work, if you work for a boss, basically, you often get extra days off to be with your children, paid days off. But since I'm an entrepreneur, I have to arrange for everything myself. Now, there is some compensation for pregnant entrepreneurs from the government, which I think is great, but it's not that much. And um, so, yeah, I've already been in the process of planning my own maternity leave. And I have decided that I am also going to take 16 weeks completely off. I'm going to take the 16 weeks and take them completely off work. No new releases, No live performances, no songwriting sessions, no coaching, etc. So that I can fully focus on the big life change that is coming. And obviously, I can't really predict how everything will go. How I'm going to feel towards the end of the pregnancy. How much energy I'm still going to have, how the birth is going to go how I will feel after, how I'm going to adapt to my new role as a mother. So I just thought it best to have no other obligations um, and responsibilities during that period and just, yeah, make space for it. Um, It's such a special thing and maybe I'll only experience it once in my life. So it's really clear to me that that really is my priority next year. I have no doubt about it. And to be honest, I haven't truly disconnected from my career and business like that in probably, I don't know, more than 15 years, maybe longer. But I think it's going to be really good for me and for my new family, (laughs) my new family life. And I think mainly in the second part of the year, but also already in the first part of the year. Um, That's going to be another big theme for me uh, in 23, figuring out how to combine my career and being a self-employed entrepreneur with motherhood. And um, I know (laughs) entrepreneurs, mompreneurs who are doing it. So I definitely have no doubts about it being possible. But yeah, I won't be able to work... um, At any moment in the day that I like anymore, Um, um, I won't be able to work as many hours anymore, at least not the first period. So, yeah, things are going to change, but I honestly cannot wait for this new adventure, for this new chapter in my life. And yeah, I'm just enjoying and embracing every little bit of it. And till now, I feel really lucky. I feel relatively good. I haven't felt nauseous and things like that. I haven't felt extremely tired. Um, but yeah, I don't know how it's gonna gonna go, and um, I'm definitely realistic about it. Um, yeah, it's not all fun and games, and it's not all uh, being on cloud nine all of the time when you start a family. But yeah, I'm just uh, gonna embrace every. Every part of it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to wrap this up. This was the last episode for of 22, 2022. And um, yeah. So let me wish you a very merry, beautiful Christmas. And an amazing, happy and healthy and successful 2023. I hope in the new year you'll be with me for the ride. Along for the ride again. Um, listening to the podcast. Uh, Follow me also on Instagram, uh, instagram.com slash businesscoachingforartists. Would love to meet you there if uh, I haven't yet. And if you've enjoyed this episode or the podcast in general, um, it would be amazing if you would be able to give the show a rating on Spotify. And you can do that in their mobile app. So the app on your mobile phone or leave a review on iTunes. And, you know, if you're looking for guidance to help you achieve your music career goals in 2023, you can request a free 30 minutes discovery call with me via the link in the episode description. All right. That's it for today, guys. Thank you for listening and have a very Merry Christmas.